Welcome to a new edition of the Scout with Brian podcast. Today's episode is called Forgiveness. Forgiveness is the theme of today's episode. Why? Well, we've lost our capacity for it, for nuance, for empathy, for anything other than black and white 280 character thinking. Everyone in the public eye is expected to be 100% perfect at all times, and any dereliction of that duty must be met, basically with their expulsion from society. Forgiveness has become a foreign concept, a foreign word. I'm Jewish. Myers Leonard using an anti-Semitic slur offends me terribly. Seeing the news, the video of it, baffling beyond belief. Why? What in the world... Why in the world does Myers Leonard, of all people, have any hatred in his heart for Jewish people? What did we do to him? I don't know, because I don't know Myers. I know him as a basketball player. And if he really does harbor anti-Semitic feelings, or has ever done or said anything anti-Semitic outside of this, fuck him. But I don't have any evidence of that. And can we just pause and think logically for a second? Do we really think Myers Leonard decided, oh, I'm live streaming myself playing Call of Duty. Now is the perfect time to announce that I'm a raging anti-Semite. Fucking bike bitch. Yes, I'm substituting bike for the inappropriate, way more offensive slur. I say that because I hate Jewish people. Is that what Myers Leonard was thinking? I don't think so. I believe Myers when he says he didn't know what it meant. How it got there in the first place? Troubling. Worthy of investigation. If he's used it online before, suspend him for sure. If he somehow let it had verbal diarrhea that he heard somewhere and just thought it was profanity without knowing what it was? Should his career end? I didn't learn a ton in Hebrew school. I don't pretend to remember much from kindergarten. I can't claim to have read the Torah front to back, but I'm pretty sure the common theme in just about everything we went to school for, the most important things we learned in school or just as children in the first place, was about forgiveness. Myers has some questionable things about him. He famously stood for the national anthem in the bubble. He's white. He's country. He's military loving. And so we've decided then that it's okay for us to stick our prejudices on him. Our profiling on him because we're on the side of justice. So even though we don't know if Myers Leonard actually has a hateful bone in his entire body, we've decided it's okay. It's okay to paint him as a white nationalist. It's okay that he used the word uses the word bike all the time and obviously must know what it meant. It's obvious he's a racist, anti Semitic piece of shit. Who should have his life stripped away from him?
In reality, the truth is all those things are possible. I don't know and you don't know because we don't know Myers. But I do know I refuse to consider him guilty until proven innocent. And to fill in the blanks of the story with dangerous assumptions rooted in our own prejudices. For example, people are now taking Myers standing during the moment of silence for Black Lives Matter and obviously the protests over police brutality and so on and so forth to be evidence of racism and who he really is and him being a hateful clown. When, truthfully, if you go back and look at the actual reporters that did digging into that moment and know the real truth is that Myers had family in the military and was deeply conflicted about kneeling for the national anthem that means a lot to a lot of people, servicemen, women of all races, religions, creeds, felt very conflicted by that entire thing and his teammates understood and accepted him for that and knew that he didn't have a racist bone in his body but ultimately made the chance to stand because to him the national anthem the flag sacrifice military those things meant a tremendous amount to him and they're not mutually exclusive they did not mean that he doesn't believe black lives matter or doesn't mourn for George Floyd or think that police brutality is a problem. And he expressed plenty of those opinions and did say he was extremely broken up about that entire thing. But now, now it fits our narrative because he used an unforgivable slur about Jewish people that he almost positively had no idea what it meant because no sane, rational person would ever just throw that out playing video games. Now, obviously, it must be taken as greater evidence of Myers Leonard being unredeemable, unforgivable as a person. I don't believe that. We want consequences. We say we want consequences for your actions. Okay, so for an 11-second video clip featuring lots of bad words, and one of them happening to be an extremely baffling anti-Semitic one, now Myers Leonard has basically become the disgrace of the NBA. His sponsorships are gone. He was instantly dropped by every video game team, sponsorship, whatever he had any affiliation with. He's banned from Twitch. He's suspended indefinitely from his team. There's pitchforks outside waiting for him. That's not enough in terms of consequences for, again, saying a terrible, unforgivable word, but a word that he very well may have not had any clue what it meant. I'm Jewish. I don't even know what the word means, quite frankly. I know it's a slur. I know I was taught in life, basically, that it's like the N-word for Jewish people. I don't know what the heck it means. If somebody went up to me and and said, I hate you, you fucking bike, and 
you know, was saying it because I was Jewish, that's a hate crime. I'd call the police. I'd want that person arrested, whatever. Myers Leonard screaming out, you bike bitch, fuck you, coward, blah, 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 playing Call of Duty. I don't know. To me, that seems more like a guy that was just spewing out cuss words and threw one out there that I hope to God he hasn't ever used before and I hope to God he doesn't know what it means and and got caught up using a terrible word without understanding exactly what it was. And I hope now he learns from it and I hope the right people reach him and explain to him how hurtful it is and explain to him why it's totally unacceptable. And I hope he learns and improves and grows as a person. What I hate is that we revel in this. The memes out in full force. That's all people want, to dunk on him, to destroy him, to have a viral tweet with thousands of likes that mock and destroy Myers Leonard and says we knew who he was this whole time and that he's the biggest racist on earth and probably collected his last NBA paycheck. Tens of thousands of people demanding the Heat never have him back. The NBA never lets him play again. Why do we enjoy this part so much? This should be sad. This is not something to revel in. It's a time to teach and make Myers a better better person, not to bask in his despair. This isn't a defense of Myers Leonard. It's not a defense of what he said. And this is what people never understand. The same way I'm accused of Defending Carl Malone or defending police brutality, any of those things, comical and obscene beyond belief. What he said, what Carl Malone did, what Derek Chauvin did, any of those things, inexcusable. What I believe in, though, is a defense of common sense. Levels to these things that no one... No one is perfect. Meaning, Carmelone did an unforgivable, disgusting, horrendous thing 40 years ago, and it should be part of his story and part of the complete picture of him, the same way Kobe's rape case is brought up and is in his epitaph. But does it need to continue to define him every day of his life? Does it need to be brought up every other second? Does it need to haunt his internet mentions every second when Carl has a flip phone and the only people being destroyed by it are his family that get dragged through the mud every single day and have to read nothing but what a vicious, disgusting animal their father is for something he did as a... 18-year-old, something like 20-year-old, 40 years ago? Something horrible he did, no question. And if you don't want to ever forgive him for it, that's your prerogative. But why we continue to, again, have to bring it up every other day and make the internet a hellhole for his family? What good does that do?
Myers Leonard, what he said was inexcusable. But people are better than the worst thing they've ever done. You can say a horrible, terrible, disgusting thing and not have to have your entire life ruined for it. If you morph into Adolf Hitler and decide to become a white nationalist and speak out about how much you hate Jewish people and black people and minorities and so on and so forth, yeah, fuck you then. You should probably lose all your jobs and platforms and so on and so forth. Having one moment where you weren't perfect and said something disgusting that, again, you very well may have not even known what it meant, I don't think that should end him. I saw a comment about all this that stuck with me. It was something like, if you knew the worst thing every NBA player had ever done, you'd want 99% of them blackballed from the league. As someone that's been, again, in the locker room for six seasons, I can confirm that that's 100% true. 100% true. And hell, it's probably the same thing for any of us at home who are acting like we're saints. If you really knew, again, the absolute worst thing any one of these guys has done in their entire life, done or said, things behind closed doors, things in the locker room with the doors closed, things when they're at home, things when the lights are off, things when they're talking without a microphone in their face, without social media present, you would want every single one of them kicked out of the league. I'll give you a little example. Remember Jason Collins? The first openly gay pro athlete in the history of the major sports? I was with the Wizards when he came out as the first openly gay player. That man was 100% blackballed from the NBA for being gay. You can say he was a marginal player and didn't have much left in the tank anyway. And, you know, maybe 1% wouldn't have been offered opportunities anyway. But I heard the locker room convos. And we absolutely had players, some pretty big names, that were not comfortable showering with a gay teammate. These things absolutely were considerations for teams thinking of signing him. And 29 teams refused to do that. Refused to even bring him in. Refused to give him a 10-day. Credit to Brooklyn and Jason Kidd for being the only team to offer him even a chance post-announcement. The only ones who thought they had a strong enough locker room with Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce to live with the bigotry in the locker room and be able to put enough of it aside to accept him as a role player and let him do his job and not let him be defined by being gay because that scared people. There's a bunch of your favorite players in the league that probably privately behind closed doors told their GMs, told their coaches, 
I don't want to play with a gay guy. What's he going to do to me in the shower? What'd you do then? How much outrage did you raise for Jason Collins' justice? We all tweeted a lot of woke things and said how great it was and how much we support him. And everybody, lots of media tweeted lots of nice things. Lots of players tweeted lots of nice things. But actions speak louder than words. And if you're like me, you probably didn't do nearly enough. There are players, coaches, owners, stars that still have such bigoted beliefs. And we just don't know them. Because publicly, they say the right things. They don't live stream themselves all the time. They don't have Twitters. They don't have a stream of consciousness pouring out all their thoughts. The point of this isn't Let's go back and expose every single person that has a single homophobic thought in their brain. To me, that's not justice. That's not how this gets any better. It's also not, let's punish Myers Leonard to the nth degree to make sure we never let bad guys off the hook again. And we make an example of him so that nobody ever thinks about using a word like that ever again. To me, don't end Myers Leonard. Give him a chance. Seriously, that's about all. That's all I think he's deserving of right now. A chance. A chance to prove that he really just had somehow a gross word slip out. That he really is horrified by it. And wants to make it right. A chance to show he wants to learn and Make sure he never says anything like it again. A chance to have failed, but to recover, to redeem himself. To show, again, people are better than the worst thing they've ever done. Shit, people that have followed me for a long time know that I never thought I'd find myself on the same side as Nate Duncan. I've called him a nerd plenty. He's had plenty of dumb, dorky takes. I'm blocked by his partner, Danny LaRue. But I see the hate mobs are out for Nate, too, and the vitriol he has to endure for... I don't even know, quite frankly. Tepidly defending his friend, Dan Feldman, who I have no allegiance to either and, quite frankly, don't even like all that much. Dan apparently wrote a shitty piece about this. Doing an Olympics of suffering type thing. Comparing Myers' situation to Deshaun Jackson's. And kind of downplaying the use of this slur. And mind-bogglingly censoring out fucking bitch but not the bike word. And that's pretty shitty, Dan. To be honest. And yeah, I don't like Dan very much, and I couldn't pick him out really from a hole in the wall, but I'm looking at his comments, his mentions from that one article, 
And Dan's somebody that, you know, he's a reporter, writer, tweeter, whatever. He tweets multiple pieces every day, tons of tweets every day. And you look, you see the average one has, you know, 10, 15, 20 likes, retweets, couple comments, blah, blah, blah. But oh boy, you go into this one article, which has since basically been scrubbed and changed and deleted entirely, basically. And it is a stream of vitriol and fuck yous and what is wrong with you and you're a horrible person and again millions of people (laughs) anonymous people people hiding that don't even have their real names on their account hiding behind burners with 10 followers or ridiculous names that shit post and say all kinds of crap all over the internet telling NBC Sports that they should fire Dan and find a new basketball writer and end his career and things are over for you because of one shitty piece? It's ridiculous. Dan shouldn't lose his job over that. Should he maybe apologize, explain how the word bike ended up being uncensored when it was the slur? Should he maybe have not compared Myers' situation to Deshaun's and maybe just said that they're all bad and left it at that? Maybe. But he's entitled to an opinion. He's entitled, like I am, to think that Myers probably didn't know what the hell it meant. And somehow got caught with a filthy word in his mouth and let it out with other filthy words without realizing, again, that there's levels to it. That that one, way too far. Way too unacceptable. So Dan, Nate, they believe Meyer's life as is shouldn't be over? Okay. Why are we so bloodthirsty? Why is the only acceptable resolution to this the total cancellation of Myers Leonard and anyone who dares to suggest the concept of compassion? Myers Leonard, I for one don't think your life should be over if you legitimately didn't know what this word meant. I hope you learn from this and I hope it never happens again. Outside of that, I don't look to you as a role model. I don't have to see eye to eye with you politically. I don't need to know what you think on every social issue. I don't want that from you. I expect you probably have some intelligent opinions. You probably have some dumb opinions. You probably have some vulnerabilities, some weaknesses as a human. Some blind spots. You're an athlete. I don't know everything about how you operate when the lights aren't on. I don't know what kind of person you truly are. Maybe you are a clown. Maybe you are showing your real self. And if that is who you really are, then you should face the consequences for it. But maybe it's not who you are. Maybe you'll show us that you are better than that. 
I don't expect you to be perfect. I don't look to celebrities for moral guidance or to raise my future children. That's my job. What I hope for you, Myers, is that you learn and evolve and do better. I hope we, fellow imperfect humans that no doubt have all made mistakes in our own lives, said some things we regret, had some beliefs that have probably evolved over time and probably used some words we shouldn't have at one point or another. I hope maybe we can remember the importance of forgiveness and compassion and give you a chance to have contrition and learn from this. Stop being out for blood. Let people be human and learn and evolve. Nate tweeted... Dan thinks what he said was bad, but doesn't think Myers Leonard should be punished as much as you do, and he believes that what he said isn't as bad as what Steven Jackson said. So I should not have him on my basketball podcast anymore. That summarized your argument. There is not a single unacceptable, disgusting word in that tweet. You can disagree. You can think Nate shouldn't have Dan Feldman back as a guest. But the fact that, like, we take a benign tweet like that and drag it through the mud and dunk on Nate to the end of time and mock him endlessly for having a commonsensical thought, just explaining that his friend doesn't think Myers Leonard deserves to lose his job, doesn't think what he said was as bad as Steven Jackson's, who's had a little pattern of saying some anti-Semitic things. And doesn't think he should stop associating with Dan completely as a person. Oh my god. You know what? Fuck, I be- agree with Nate Duncan there. Dan should still be allowed to have his job and come on a basketball podcast. Even if he said one stupid thing and wrote one stupid piece. That's the sad state of our society Society, excuse me, today. Nobody cares about consistency. Nobody cares about, okay, maybe he's been doing it for 10 years as a writer, five years as a writer. He's written that tens of thousands of good pieces, said thousands of nice things about your teams, your players that you like, that you agreed with, that you spread around. But he wrote one dumb thing, one dumb piece, two dumb pieces, three dumb tweets, whatever. And now, now it becomes more valuable just to do the dunking on. Just to post the funniest meme about what a dipshit, racist, anti-Semitic asshole he is. To post the thing that gets him most exposed to NBC Sports or his employer so that he gets fired and burns in hell for this unforgivable piece he wrote. Why do we get off on things like this? Why? Seriously, does anybody come to your job at the H&R Block and have everything you've ever said in your entire life written down? Everything you've ever said to friends after a few beers? 
everything you ever said 10, 15 years ago about race or religion or sexual orientation? Every thought that ever pops into your head? Everything you say to a coworker at the water cooler when you think it's just the two of you talking? Hell, you might have said one or two things that put under a microscope maybe wouldn't have looked great. And I wouldn't have shown up at H&R Block demanding that you be fired for it. No, he should not lose his livelihood for those comments. That's Dan Feldman I'm talking about. Myers Leonard, there should be an investigation. We should figure out, has he used that word before? Does he post on white nationalist forums? Does he hate Jewish people? Or did he use a word that he had no idea what it meant and feels horribly remorseful over and will never, ever, ever use again under any circumstances? And we can forgive him and he can learn from it and move on. Again, you can disagree. You can think his career should be over. I think he's human. I think he screwed up really badly. But I'm not willing to let one word define Myers Leonard's life and destroy his life. I don't get off from that. I don't understand really people that do. I've seen plenty of it. And again, it, it, it really... It makes you sad. It, it, it's beyond comprehension. How many people, you know, I've had that... Have followed my takes, have enjoyed my stuff for... Years. Two years. Three years. And I say one thing that they don't agree with entirely. One opinion about masks that isn't 100% in concert with their worldview. One opinion about politics that isn't exactly the way they think or exactly the prevailing mainstream thought. And then it's not enough just for the person to unfollow me or decide they're going to stop supporting me, so on and so forth. They also have to make that one viral comment, that one screenshot, that one meme, or tell me personally what a jackass I am, what an asshole, horrible person I must be, for having one belief about something that doesn't match entirely with theirs. You don't know me. Nobody on there knows me. Same thing with Dan, with Nate. I don't know them. Again, I don't particularly like their basketball takes. I don't care for their content one way or another. I tuned into Nate's live stream of games sometimes and 
found myself nearly falling asleep. I don't really give a shit one way or the other. But you know what? If I saw Nate at a Chipotle, we'd probably just interact like normal human beings. If we ever ended up playing pickup, if we were on the same team, we'd probably dap each other up and high-five and enjoy playing together. If I saw him on the streets, am I going to run up on him and attack him because he has some basketball or political opinion I don't like? I don't know what he's like. I don't know what he's like as a person. I don't know what he's like in his home life. I know some tweets of his. I know some tweets of his I don't like a lot. I know some tweets of his I think are stupid. I know some tweets of his I think are insensitive. But I also know when you're in the public eye, when you're doing media for a living, you're tweeting hundreds of things a day, you're not going to bat a thousand percent. You're going to have one every a thousand maybe that rub people the wrong way or that pick the wrong side on something or lose your cool, get a little overheated when you should maybe take a step away and take some deep breaths. But all these people, again, that have a private account or a burner name, totally fake name, won't put their real face on it, won't put their real name on it out of absolute fear that any employer would ever discover any of the stuff they're saying online. All of you, though, are more than qualified to end Myers Leonard's life, end Nate Duncan's career, end Dan Feldman's career, because they at least had the courage to say something with their name on it. Think about that for a second. Why are we so angry? Just why do we sit around all day waiting for somebody to end their life, to ruin their career, to bask and party in that misery, in that person's misery. Why is that what brings us so much enjoyment? Why can't the enjoyment come from teaching someone, teaching Myers Leonard what that word means and why it's unacceptable to use and having him understand and become more educated, become a better person. Why? (laughs) Why do we have people that we enjoy and love their takes, love their content, whatever, but aren't willing to forgive one or two mistakes? Why do we all pretend that we're perfect in our own lives? Actions speak louder than words. But yet, we make these words speak incredibly loudly. You screw up and say the wrong thing publicly, life as you know it, over. 
You screw up, though, and be an asshole behind closed doors. Terrorize the right people behind closed doors. Be homophobic. Be sexist. Be racist. Be anti-Semitic behind closed doors. As long as nobody knows about it, what happens to you? There are 50 guys in the NBA that have done things worse than what Myers Leonard said. Who have said things worse than what Myers Leonard said. Who have actively <laughs> contributed to Jason Collins not getting another chance in the NBA. How about those things we care more about? How about we spend less energy trying to end things for people we don't like? How about we have less hate in our hearts, period? Yeah, I'm Jewish, so I tend to hate people that hate Jews. I think Stephen Jackson said a few anti-Semitic things in his career. I think he might be a real anti-Semite. But you know what? Stephen Jackson was a damn good basketball player. I don't know what kind of person he was really outside of that. I don't love his media stuff all that much. I don't really care for him. I don't turn to him for guidance. I don't turn to him to improve my life. I don't like his anti-Semitism one bit. And I don't care one way or another really if he has a career or lost at all. But would it bring me personal enjoyment to see him lose jobs, to see him fall off the face of the earth for having some shitty opinions? Hell, I think Steven Jackson could still have a career. It's not going to ruin my world if Steven Jackson's still saying shitty things in the media. I'll choose not to listen to them, like I haven't. I've never listened to anything he's said in the media. But if people want to, if some people enjoy him, all the power to them. He can have his own thoughts, he can have his own opinions, and we can say they're stupid and we disagree. And we can tell him what's anti-Semitic and what he's wrong about. We don't need to put him on a pe pedestal. He's not any better than us because he was an NBA player. That doesn't mean he's some perfect person. That doesn't mean he's unbelievably educated on all things. We shouldn't go to LeBron James for guidance about whether to get the COVID vaccine. We shouldn't get all our opinions on social justice issues from athletes. We shouldn't expect them to cure all the problems in China. 
We shouldn't expect them to cure all the problems in America. We shouldn't expect them to speak out about everything. We should expect them to be hypocritical and only speak out about certain things and pick certain battles, like we all do. We shouldn't expect them to be perfect role models, because in truth, nobody's perfect. In truth, they're all human just like us. They just happen to have obscenely grotesque platforms to express them on. They just happen to have 10 million people waiting to be outraged by something they've said so that they can cancel them. Let people make mistakes. Let them learn from them. Let them try to improve. And if you still don't like them, fine. That's what makes this a great country. You can choose who you support. You can choose who you listen to, who you fund, whose games you go to, whose jersey you buy. And if you don't like him as a guy, if you don't like him as a player, fine. Think what you want. But have an ounce of compassion in your heart. Have an ounce of forgiveness in your body. To not automatically assume the worst about everybody. To not automatically assume that people are their worst mistake. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow Scout with Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, on Twitter where I'm back. YouTube, the podcast, obviously, if you can... Subscribe and leave us a rating and review. I'd really appreciate it. Check out the Scout The Wiz podcast, exclusively uh, Wizards podcast once a week. Steve Buckhounds, the latest guest on there. And if you're a Wizards fan, definitely check that one out. Awesome to see Mike Conley finally make it to an All-Star game. Although poor DeMar DeRozan got royally screwed, but... At least he's already made it a couple times, and maybe we'll make it again, but Mike Conley 100% deserved to make it at some point in his career. Blake Griffin, I'd expect will be really damn good in Brooklyn. An embarrassment of riches happening there. Super high IQ guy, great passer, good ball handler. Below the rim at this point, so definitely not nearly what he was. But playing as a small ball five or as a spacing four, he'll definitely have a lot of good moments as a role player for that team and gets to pursue a championship. A lot of exciting things going on around the league. Basketball is back, baby. I'm back on Twitter. Thanks again for following. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. And thanks very much to the hundreds of patrons on patreon.com slash scoutwithbrian that 
crowdfund better basketball analysis and help me stay afloat by contributing even a couple bucks a month gets you 50 bonus videos five dollars or more gets my bet of the day which is nearly 65 percent winners so again if you support my stuff if you like my content and want to see more of it and want to just help keep it alive my stuff is not funded by clicks by clickbait by ads no it's funded by you the fans again just by contributing a small monthly amount whatever you want or you could even pay up front for the year Again, whatever amount you want to give is much appreciated. You can check out the tiers and all the different perks at patreon.com slash scoutwithbrian. Thanks again for your support and listening, and we'll talk soon.